Sacred Teachings, the original podcast series, Wisdom of the Land, Path to the Stronghold, Dismantling Racism, Stolen, Stories of Suicide, and Light, the Other Pandemic, Listen, Learn, Share. Sego, Scanning Home Doctor, in this episode, it's me again, here at Six Nations. I think God was happy <laughs> when he made Jenny. Look at this one. <laughs> now that's the joy of Belle Mickelson. She's an Anglican priest in Cordova, Alaska, who was a dear friend of Jenny Doctors, and they were colleagues for many years. We're going to hear more from Belle in just a little bit. For now, welcome to episode two of the season of Ginny. I'm Peter Downey. And this episode is all about music and how one extraordinary Mohawk woman turned her love of music into a powerful tool for healing. Here's Ginny. Were you there when they crucified my Lord? Were you there when they crucified my Lord. Uh, music has always been a big part of my life ever since I was in grade school. I think um, I started learning music in the third grade. I first started on the clarinet, but I also moved to a number of other instruments. But what was really my selling point at the time was my voice. I had a really good voice at one point in my life. I actually thought about going into music as a career uh, not as a performer, but as an educator. I thought that was what I wanted to do. Um, but, you know, things happen, and I was uh, kind of dissuaded from that and went into uh, more of a, kind of a social work kind of positions throughout my life. But the call was always to help serve um, other people. That's Ginny from a conversation we had in 2020. Now, in the early years, she didn't realize that her call to serve others would combine so strongly with her musical talents. I had taught myself to play the guitar. I did that because I saw the attraction of guitar music in our villages because Mark McDonald and I had made a trip uh, in those years to several villages on the Yukon River. And everywhere we went, Mark, of course, would pull out his guitar, and his buddy Tali Estes as well was with us. He was a guitar player. So we would play and sing, you know, just about all night in every village. And that was how we drew people in. And it was really, it was really inspiring for me to see that, so when I got the call to return to Alaska, I decided I needed to, to really learn how to play well enough so that I could do songs that the people liked. And fortunately, I had enough musical training that I could put just about any song to chords on a guitar. So that was, that was a big plus for me in terms of my ministry in Alaska and what, and what we did there in any community where you can do that kind of music for folks. It's just a draw, you know, people really like it.
Traveling around Alaska with Bishop Mark, bringing the joy of music to so many communities, also provided the chance to get to know many new people and to make new friends. Ginny remembers one meeting in particular. There was this woman out in front of the building playing her playing her violin. I almost thought she was one of those people that play for money, you know, but I didn't see a can or anything setting out, so I figured she wasn't one of those. So she, I was really intrigued by her, and she was just playing away and smiling, and and I didn't know her. I, but then later I got to meet her, and we had a little chat about music and how important it was to her, and how she really would like to start some kind of music program for young people. And so at the time, you know, I, I really couldn't get into it with her, but I said, yeah, I said, that sounds like something I'd be interested in helping out with. That woman with the violin was Belle Mickelson. In the early 90s, I was in Galena, which is a town along the Yukon, and I was doing a teacher workshop. And afterwards I went over, I'm a fiddle player, and I went over to some elders house and we were playing music. And of course, we had to drink tea afterwards <laughs> and just said the usual question, well, you know, how are things in Galena? And I was uh, just overtaken by how sad they were because there had been so many youth suicides. And I thought, what, what could I do? What could I do? I heard about music camps. There was a music camp in Anchorage, and somebody had been teaching music down in Idaho and Canada. Anyway, I just thought it would be perfect for the villages and brought it up to Ginny and to Bishop Mark McDonald, and they were like, gung-ho. <laughs> this is our thing. I said, okay. I said, let me see if I can find some money to at least get a pilot program going. And she said, okay. Year 2006 was when we did our first camp along the Yukon River and Ginny was one of the instructors. We felt like everybody should have, every town, every community should have a music camp to connect elders with youth and just have tons of fun, <laughs> get them dancing too. Ginny was like right in there. Uh, along with Bishop Mark, making sure it happened. She not only found grants for our program, when we first went to communities, they didn't have to pay because she had found grants the first couple years. She also found money for instruments, plus personally donated instruments. Once the summer early on, I just was running out of money. And I just thought, okay, I called up Fish and Game, I'm gonna come in, on Monday, turn in my application and spend the rest of the summer working and then I'll start again in the fall. <laughs> so but that Saturday, I heard this voice, this big voice in my head and it said, Bill, I have prepared you for this ministry to the villages. And if you don't do this, you are like Jonah running from Nineveh. <laughs> I said, okay, God. <laughs> and you know, at church on Sunday and we started the music camp and the next Monday here in Cordova. And Monday night at 6 p.m., I got a call from Ginny Doctor. Belle, I have a check here for Dancing with the Spirit for $20,000. <laughs>
<laughs> from the Lutheran Deaconess Society. And of course, we had applied for this a long time ago, but you know, I think it was so powerful that I really heard the voice of God and Ginny was part of the answer. <laughs> Ginny was part of the answer for Belle and for the countless young people who were given the gift of music, something Ginny saw as a reclaiming of their spirituality and their identity as Indigenous people. There are some young people who are just fiercely proud to be Indigenous. And I had an instance once where I asked uh, a young person, this was quite a while ago, um, why they were proud to be, well, it was Indian at the time, and he couldn't answer me. He could not give me an answer. And I said, well, we need to think about that. We need to think about what do we need to restore to help our young people feel proud of who they are and know why, because to me that's important. And it's about um, lose the loss of spirituality, the loss of knowing who they are as indigenous people, indigenous youth. You know, that, that's a, one of the legacies of the residential schools. So it's a real spiritual issue for me, and I think for a lot of young people. And if, you're, if you don't know who you are, you try other things. You try to belong. And you know, Martin Brokenleg talks about us, us, the need to belong to something. And if your family has been destroyed, your family life has been destroyed through drugs and alcohol, then you don't have a family. You don't have a family to belong with. So therefore, they may go where they can find a family, such as gangs or other negative influences like that. So it's definitely a big concern and something that we need to do more work on. After several years in Alaska, Mark MacDonald was called to become the first National Anglican Bishop in Canada. Ginny soon followed, and in 2012, she was appointed as the National Indigenous Ministries Coordinator. And it wasn't too long before she got involved with Music Camp in Canada. Jenny Doctor got involved with our uh, with our proposal and uh, began to tell us that she and um, Bishop Mark McDonald had started a music program in Alaska when they were working there. And uh, our dream was to to help young people uh, to boost their self esteem to provide opportunities for, for growth, uh, to, to learn new skills. That's the voice of the late Reverend Norm Casey, who worked with Ginny and others to start a music camp at Six Nations of the Grand River Reserve. Not every child is a sports person, is an athlete. Some children are different than others, and uh, we had no opportunities for them, so this gave a wonderful opportunity for them. So uh, Ginny Doctor encouraged us, Bishop Mark encouraged us, and we saw this as a, as a program that we, we, were, we were going to be able to actualize. And, uh, and we did. We invited some uh, musicians from Alaska uh, who had already been working on a similar program there. 
who comes here and teach us how to do that here. That's how it started. The residential school legacy that keeps coming back and haunting each generation. And sometimes it feels like it's even worse than it was before. Only because people haven't dealt with the pain, they don't know how to deal with the pain, it's really difficult to do that kind of thing. People try to move on, but they don't know how. They don't know how to do that. And that's just in our community. And that happens right across the country. In 233 reserves across this country, we have the same issues. So we have this problem that keeps, it keeps growing, and that is the uh, suicide. Suicide in young people is really high in, uh, in indigenous communities. Our kids are, they don't know how to resolve the pain that they have, and they don't know where that pain comes from, and they don't know what to do next. They don't know how to, to fix it. And, uh, and, it's, and it's hard to come up with solutions on how to fix that, that pain. We don't have all the answers to that. But we do know that music lifts your spirit. That's why we call this program Music for the Spirit. It lifts your spirit. It makes you feel good about yourself. When you learn some skills uh, in playing musical instruments in particular, singing, dancing, um, you're, not only are your spirits lifted, but you become a role model for other youth who are looking for something <laughs> to fill their own uh, voids and their own gaps. So, yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful opportunity that, uh, that I see for, for young people to get involved and, uh, and it's, it makes a, a wonderful opportunity for young people. Jenny added a lot to our program. I mean, she was the one that helped bring in the native language. I can still hear her singing in the Denahato Nazu, God is so good. And she taught us that there and along with the Tanana people. And then we've taken that all over the state and everywhere we go, we teach that song along with happy birthday in their language yeah it's very special what uh, she contributed to this and our program our dancing with the spirit program it started in Tanana with one community and now we've been to 55 communities most of them many times and in the two and a half years prior to the pandemic we spent 92 weeks in village schools I mean I think a lot of people talk about suicide prevention, but they're not out there. And as uh, our assistant director, Josephine Malamute says, you know, we're doing way more than just teaching the kids in the schools. We're visiting with their auntie and uncles and, you know, if there's a funeral, we're there to play. If there's um, a, a birthday celebration, we're ready to dance and... No, there's a a singer, songwriter, who wrote a song called No More Genocide. And when I think about suicide, it's, it's on the same scale as, as, as genocide. Genocide and suicide are the same thing to me. 
And in this song, it says, no more genocide in my name. And so we're saying, no more genocide, or no more suicide in our name. It's a big issue. It's painful. All of us have experienced it. But as I heard someone say, we've got to stop it. And we've got to stop it now. And it'll take all of us to do that. I believe that goodness can protect us and that we have good ways. We must listen to the whisper of the Creator saying, you are good and you have purpose upon Mother Earth where I have placed you. Ona. Ginny would always end these podcasts with her usual wisdom and generous spirit. She's no longer with us physically, but her gentle instruction is surely her spirit living on in all our hearts and minds. And that spirit also survives in all those thousands of children and young people who discovered a sense of self-worth and pride through the music that Ginny brought to them. I'm Peter Downey. Thanks for listening. This episode contains themes of suicide that may be harmful or triggering to some audiences. If you or someone you know is struggling mentally or physically, please contact the Canada Suicide Prevention Service at 833-456-4566 or send a text to 45645.